Hello. So the world is pretty weird right now. Um, and that's just, that's just the way that I'm going to put it right now. Um, I've, I, I, <laughs> like everyone else on this planet, have uh, and continue to, to go through, cycle through various emotions, um, acceptance, grief, um, fear, panic, agitation, confusion, loneliness. I mean, you know, it, the list goes on and on. Um, but I was just inspired to make a podcast episode after um, my recent conversation with my dear friend, Emma. And uh, we were just talking about how, you know, we're showing up in this crisis and how we're learning things about ourselves that would otherwise um, be undetected or unknown at this particular moment. And um, I wanted to just kind of share some ideas and thoughts about that. And I mean, I'm still processing all this stuff, you know, because the conversation literally just ended like five minutes ago. I listened to her last voice note. And um, this is going to be part therapy for me because I'm going to re-listen to this recording and be like, oh, okay, I'm understanding a little bit more deeply how I'm feeling and so on and so forth. So yeah, quick little update. I'm in Vietnam. Um, I'm in the city of Da Nang, and I have been here since March 6th. Um, there was a lot of confusion, a lot of concern about my itinerary getting back to the U.S. because, you know, the U.S. said, hey, y'all get y'all's butts back here unless you are comfortable being abroad indefinitely. And um, that struck all sorts of chords of fear in my body, right? Because on one hand, I'm like, oh, where I'm at, the calamity is peacefully expressed, there are orders that are being given, um, but it's nothing that is super restrictive. Don't gather in large groups. Limit your in-person contact with people. Have distance between self and others. I'm also in the, the, the backdrop of a beautiful paradise. So the ocean is five minutes away from me, maybe 10 minutes walking away from me. I can rent a bicycle and I can be up in the mountains. There are monkeys hanging out in the mountains, although they're very hungry and I may not go up to the mountains because when monkeys get very hungry because they're used to humans giving them food, they can become very aggressive and they might eat your face. So that's a tangent, rolling it back. So I'm in this paradise and things are inexpensive. Healthcare is inexpensive. Um, I've gone to the ER three times during my time here in Vietnam, right? Again, anxiety and panic, although my most recent visit was because I was dehydrated. I, I, I drink like a gallon of water a day, but it's not enough. I need to drink a gallon and a half or even more because you're sweating profusely. And uh, yeah, so I had to get electrolytes pumped into my system and I still have a regimen of electrolytes of which I'm going to be taking another sachet of like this um, salt powder, probably like in another 10 minutes or so. Um, yeah, I traveled. I traveled in my thoughts over here, and now I'm going to bring it back to how you're showing up. So, oh, and the healthcare costs are very affordable. Here we go. And then going back to the U.S. just doesn't seem smart right now because it's chaos. It is chaos. And I would be immediately quarantined, and all my money would run out very quickly. Um, and I have funds that are trickling in, so it's like, okay, we're good, we're good. And the government is still processing tax return, processing tax returns, so I'm like, okay, okay, we're good, I'm good, I'm golden. And my Airbnb host, who has been a godsend for me here in Vietnam, um, he processes visas, and he 
is 99.9% certain that my extension for my visa will go through with no hiccups. So I'll be able to legally stay in the country of Vietnam through April 30th. I'm really happy about this, but nothing's guaranteed until that piece of paper is in my hand. So we'll see. Um, but now to showing up, how are you showing up? Things that you're knowing or learning about yourself that you otherwise would not have learned. So in my periods, and there have been several where I have um, thought that I was dying, you know, because you read symptoms online and you're like, oh, I have all those symptoms. And then my brain likes to articulate things very interestingly in my limbs. So, you know, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I'm dying. I'm dying. And I have thought that I was dying while seated in a restaurant. I have thought that I have, uh, was dying while walking on the beach. I have thought most often that I was dying while in my bed at one o'clock in the morning. And my expression of the dying is the internal panic, right? At a restaurant, the panic comes. I feel it surge in my body. It's like heat. It's like a temperature change, immediate. Um, like if you imagine a wave of heat that goes over your body, it takes maybe all of three seconds to pass through. That's what it feels like. And then it goes back to like this, this uh, normal temperature, right? I stand up, right? In this restaurant, real life scenario, I immediately go to find my, um, my server and I pay the bill and I walk out of the establishment and I go to a taxi and I say to the taxi, listen, I need to go home. I have a Google Translate app. I need to go home and then I need to go to the hospital. That is how I have translated or that's how I've like shown, um, shown up in my panic, right? And very composed, I get to my home and I go upstairs because I have to get the passport. You need your passport for everything here. And I grab the passport and then I realize, oh wait, that feeling I had in my body all of a sudden isn't here anymore, right? Because I have a solution in place to address this concern I have. So it lets me know in that moment, oh, this is psychological. Because if I was really having problems with my breathing, the breathing problems would persist even as I'm grabbing my passport from my room. But that's not the case. My air canal or my air uh, passage opens up immediately. And I'm like, oh, this is psychological. So in that situation, I went back downstairs and I like told the guy through the app, hey, hey, sorry, no, no, I'm not going to the hospital. Um, and I paid him for the one way, you know, to my home from the restaurant. Another way, um, uh, Jesus, this is like <laughs> so much. I don't I actually actually it might not be good to like go through all the different ways that like I've panicked and thought that I was dying and all this stuff but like what I've noticed is in my most uncertain moments where I I am not sure that the next breath will happen I am a vision of calm I um have a thorough um roster of steps I take to calm myself down to calm my anxiety um, and it's breathing patterns, um, breathing you know habits. It's lying down on the bag, arms outstretched, you know, like you're forming a cross while you're on your back, laid down. Um, listening to music, turning off all of the lights, you know, putting your head um, in steam, you know, in water, you know, just kind of like feeling not steam water, not hot water, but resting your head above a pot that's boiling so the steam hits your face. Um, using eucalyptus oil, um, aromatherapy, um, like talking out loud to myself, you know, saying, okay, what do I feel in my body? How is this showing up? 
is this, am I paranoid? Am I, you know, I go through this cycle, right? Go through this cycle. Um, and one thing that I did in my most recent episode where I was dehydrated and um, listen, y'all, one of the uh, uh, symptoms of dehydration, especially when your potassium levels are dangerously low, your throat feels as though it has a pressure on the outside of it, pushing it inwards, like suffocation. And that is why I thought I was slowly dying. And this was at three in the morning and I left my apartment. I'm walking outside. I have my phone with me and I start to record a voice note because while I have community here, like the community members, you know, we're at arm's length. You know, no one knows me intimately. I don't have anyone that's calling me every day or coming through to like check up on me. You know, we see each other once every few days. So there's like no one to witness me if I die, you know? (laughs) So this is what, I'm only laughing because I'm not dying, right? So I'm walking outside and I open up my phone and I open up the voice note app like in my phone and I just start talking and I'm saying to myself, okay, this is what I'm feeling right now. This is what it feels like in my body. And I'm just recording myself talking and talking. And this is something that I'm doing for calming purposes, right? This is still my attempt to calm myself while I'm walking outside in this paradise on the streets at three o'clock in the morning. Um, and I'm just slowly walking again to an outside observer. I am chill. I'm just, I'm just deep in thought. I'm deep in thought. And, um, and like the last incident was like me at my most desperate. I decided to go to the hospital. So thankful that I did. And I was in the vehicle with this man. Um, I had called him, you know, on my, they have grab out here instead of Uber. So I called him, he arrived, I get into the back seat and we're driving. And then I noticed like my throat is becoming very dry. And regardless of whether or not this is a psychological thing, I knew I needed some water in my system. And, um, I was like actually fighting with my my politeness. Here I am thinking that I'm about to die. And then I'm also at the same time being very considerate. Like, is it okay if I ask him to stop so I can grab water at this grocery store? You know what I'm saying? Like, this is wild, right? And it's conditioning. It's so condition it's conditioned way of being for women and especially like for black women to kind of put your needs on the back burner so as not to create a fuss. Well, I asked him to stop, but he did because I was, you know, I think I'm about to die. Right. So I go and I get water. I get back into the vehicle and then we get to the emergency room, like whatever time, 4 a.m., whatever. We get there. I went to the International Hospital here in Da Nang. This is my second time being here. For those of you who have followed my story, this was the doctor who laughed at me when I told him something was wrong with my body like weeks ago. Um, so I get to the ER and at first they don't want to take me because everyone's afraid that people have coronavirus, right? But I don't got no fever. I'm not coughing, you know, like, yes, my throat felt like it was collapsing upon itself, but I didn't have a sore throat. And so I'm there and like, I'm seeing black dots in my eyes. Like this shit is not okay. And, um, I'm talking with the receptionist and he's so kind. I really think him for his kindness. And then when they dropped the blow, you know, because he had disappeared for a minute and he went back and then like I could feel my throat slowly closing up. And I was like, listen, I need help. Right. I need help because these unlike before, the symptoms weren't reversing itself when I um, put a plan to address this moment in action. So I knew this was a real thing in my body or at least real enough that, oh, my brain might try and kill me if it is something I'm making up. 
And they came back and they're like, oh, you need to go to this other hospital. And I was just like, please don't send me there. I will. And like in my head, I'm like, I'm going to die on the way to the hospital. You know, like, please. And I told them, I literally cannot breathe. I am scared. Please do not make me leave. Please. I have no virus. I have no fever. And then they did all the tests. And then while I was in like on the bed, I like did a quick search and I was like, damn, I've been sweating a lot. I wonder if my electrolytes have anything to do with this. And then I look up like symptoms of like severe dehydration and I'm like, oh, ding, ding, ding. So I get up and I go talk to um, one of the, um, the nurses and I tell him, you know, I think I think I might be really dehydrated. I've been sweating a lot and I haven't been necessarily drinking enough water. And so they took my blood and they ran my tests and sure enough, my potassium levels were like so low and whatever else, you know, the electrolytes were so low. And so they connected me to um, a bag of, it's something, right? It's a bag of water. It looks like water, but it's infused water with whatever. And, you know, they had me connected to the IV and um, I slept, I woke up. All my symptoms were like the symptoms were gone. Like my crushing throat, no longer, no longer a thing. Um, They fed me that morning. Um, They gave me a bunch of salts, you know, that you mix with water to drink for the next five days. And then they also gave me these blue pills, which I don't know what these blue pills are. And I don't care. I'm just taking the blue pills. And so um, I'm feeling better. Like I'm all I've, I've begun to, you know, be very intentional about the water that I am intaking and being more mindful about the time of day that I, I spend outside and how long I spend outside because I'm one of those people that really enjoys walking. I like to see nature. When I travel places, it's not about accum- like uh, accumulating things to take back home from this place. It's all about sitting out in nature and getting that memory um, like landscape filled with the imagery, the sounds, just the, the sensory um, um, perception of the environment that I'm in. I'm all about that. And here is cool, but you, you really need to... Um, you really need to calm it down a bit. So, or be mindful about it. So I'm sharing that um, because like I was saying to my friend Emma, um, who I am when I am incredibly frightened is compassionate for others. I still care about other people. Um, I do not wish to harm other people. I do not get belligerent, right? Um, I, even when I am thinking I am not going to live beyond this next step. Like I show human decency. And when I tell you, I'm saying that to Emma, and I'd written it in my journal before, it just makes me feel very happy about my personal growth and my development, right? I like, I just like the idea that I am this way. Um, Of course, there's a privilege involved in that. I've never had to face any sort of like it's not like someone's coming around trying to hack my limbs off, right? I've never had to go through a war. Um, for the most part, you know, this ability to kind of be grounded in a severe crisis has not come from severe, like, destitution or something of that sort. I don't mean to discount it, but I'm, I'm just also saying that as an American, the shit I deal with is going to be very different than the shit people who are not American, who are born in countries where, you know, women don't have um, um, the ability to purchase property unless their husband is with them or, you know, children are sold into um, sex work or you, you, you understand. So I'm just sharing that as well, not to be like la-di-da, hey, I'm virtue signaling, I'm this great person. But in terms of my own development, who I was before, 
who was incredibly overreactive and um, I would scream at the drop of a dime. Like, you know, I cried immediately. I didn't, like I, I've become more intellectual about myself and um, just about ways that um, I handle myself. Um, and I just like, I just like who I, I just like who I am when no one's looking. And I like who I am when I'm in a crisis. Like, uh, I would want to be around someone like me uh, when shit hit the fan. And I'm, I'm actually happy that I'm with me when shit is hitting the fan. <laughs> um, I'm going to stop it there. I think I'm just going to like kind of create just a bunch of ideas just to kind of float. Um, again, this is really for my own personal processing. If other people listen and if you like get, get, get something from it, yo, great. Um, uh, what's the name of this platform? Anchor has this really neat feature where you can send voice messages to um, podcast people. So you can go through Anchor and make an account and you can send me a voice message if this is something that hit you. If you're like, oh, wow, I really understand this. Or if you just make a, a response to this and you just like want to share it, share it with me. I'm Jacinda Lenore on Facebook. And then also beautifully underscore scattered in um and Instagram land. But if you find me on Facebook, you'll see in my about me section, my Instagram handle. So you can find me that way. But at this point, I'm all about connection. I mean, I've always been all about connection, but even more so now. Um, Yes. Okay. Bye. Okay. Not bye because my freaking phone went to sleep. Let's see. Hold on. Okay. For real. Okay. Bye.